Hi guys, welcome back to the Love and Person of Love podcast. It's Nishala here again, and I hope you guys are doing fine. I hope you guys are doing great. As you can hear from my voice, I'm doing very fine. I'm doing very great. From my last episode um, till now, a lot has happened, a lot of good news. God has been so gracious and I'm just thankful and happy. And the month is not yet over, so you can still also have your good news. You can still also, you know, hear your good news, basically. Yeah. So still keep trusting, still keep believing. God is gracious. The month is not over. Don't give up. And today's episode is not going to be that long. Today's episode is just me trying to clear up some things. And if you've noticed, my last few episodes have come from a place of um, me having conversations with people that just let me see into their mind and how they think, what they think about God and who they think God is and how they think God is and what exactly informs what they think about God. Do you understand? I feel like if one person, because when I'm having these conversations with people, I'm like, if one person can think like this and have this ideology, that means there are a lot of other people who also think like this and have this ideology. And that's what God has given me this platform for. That's why he asked me to start this podcast for, to, to clear up these doubts, not just uh, in one-on-one conversations, but to a larger audience to debunk these lies to a larger audience let truth dispel lies let light dispel darkness that is what this platform is about and so if i'm having this one-on-one conversation with people and i'm talking to them i might as well you know let other people hear the truth let a larger audience hear the truth that's what this episode is about so this episode is just person um i can't remember what brought up the conversation how it started but it was something about oh god um, tells us to forgive right and he tells us to be gracious to people but god himself is not gracious now 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 this person was talking in relation to adam and eve so you know how adam and eve ate the fruits and they were sent out of the garden of Eden. So in her head, it's like, why didn't God just forgive them? If God expects us to be gracious and we are supposed to have more flaws than him, he's he's the perfect one, which he is, how come he can't forgive and then he expects us to forgive? So in her mind, God's sending of the issue of Pharaoh about how again God is supposed to be gracious but then he's hardening Pharaoh's heart so he purposely led Pharaoh into his downfall you know so yeah that's it and those are the things I'm going to be addressing in this episode right um, 
was God being gracious already? Because the one rule that God gave them, do not eat out of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. They broke it. They broke it. And the punishment for breaking that rule, the punishment for that sin was supposed to be death. That's it. The punishment for that sin was supposed to be death. But instead of God killing them, or instead of God letting them die, he sent them out of the garden of Eden. That is graciousness in its full form. Being sent out of, of somewhere, as opposed to, I don't even know the kind of analogy to use to explain this. As opposed to you staying in it and burning with the whole building. Um, you know, that's, that's graciousness in its whole form. As opposed to them dying, they were sent out of the garden of Eden. And they were not just sent out and like, oh, just get out of here. I don't want to see your face. You broke the law. You broke the rule. You have messed up the system. And that's that. No, he didn't just send them out and he just left them. He sent them out and right from start, a solution was already, had already been made. A solution to fix what they had done had already been provided. It was just a matter of time. So let me say this, Jesus was not an afterthought. Okay, Jesus was not an afterthought. Jesus was not... The idea of God coming in form of man to die for the sins of man was not an afterthought. It wasn't like, oh my God, Adam and Eve, they messed my plan up. What am I going to do now? Uh, let me try Abraham. Oh, that didn't work. Let me try Moses. Oh, that didn't work. Let me try this person. Oh, that didn't work. Let me try Elisha, Elijah, David, all these people. That didn't work. Oh, right. Let me come in form of, in form of a man. And just solve this once and for all. No, 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 no. God coming in form of man to die for the sins of man was always the plan. Right from the Garden of Eden, right from the time when Adam and Eve messed up, that plan was already in place. It was just a matter of time. That plan was already in place. It was already in motion. Everything that you read. From the Old Testament down to the evil, they were all leading up to that plan. Everything was leading up to that plan. So, the salvation plan was not an afterthought. So, that was God being gracious. Because God didn't let them die. He didn't kill them. He sent them out of the Garden of Eden. And he didn't just send them out and just, you know, left them. And left the human race and washed his hands off the human race. Like, oh, I tried for these guys. I gave them just one rule and they broke it. So now I've washed my hands off them. No, 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 no. Immediately that happened, he put a solution in place and put it in motion. And so God was gracious. God was forgiving. Okay? God was gracious. God was forgiving.
suffering, being um, working as slaves and all of that. First of all, you already know that Pharaoh was already evil, right from chapter 1. Right from the beginning of that book, Pharaoh was already evil. It was not like he was good and then God switched up his heart. No, Pharaoh was evil from the beginning. He was already evil. He turned the truth, the people of Israel to slaves. He was working them, giving them uh, minimal food. They were slaves. He turned them into slaves. He, he turned them into slaves. That was already wickedness. That was already evil in his heart. And then you progress into the chapter and you, you, you see Pharaoh telling the midwives that when the women or when the Hebrew women are giving birth, um, if they should give birth to a male child, they should kill the male child. But if it's a female child, they should leave the female child. The, that was that's also pure evil. So with all these things, let's already establish that Pharaoh's heart was already filled with evil. That should be established. Pharaoh's heart was already filled with evil. He did he, he he didn't want the, the Hebrew people to multiply. And so he wanted to kill their male children, he wanted to kill babies. Evil. Okay? Evil. And um, so we've established that. Pharaoh's heart was already filled with evil. And then you move up, move up, move up to the point where Moses was born. Aaron 
went to, uh, to Pharaoh and they told Pharaoh, oh, this is what this is what the Lord has said. Let my people go to have a feast for me in the wilderness. Moses had not even done those signs and wonders. He only came to tell Pharaoh what God had said. And what was Pharaoh's response? Who is the Lord that I shall let his people go? Who is the Lord that I shall... Do you understand? So Pharaoh was already like, first of all, I don't know who your God is. So I don't care. I don't know who your God is. So why should I obey? I don't know who your God is. So why should I listen to what he has to say? I don't know who your God is. So why should I respect him or obey him? This was even before the signs and wonders. And so God had not even hardened Pharaoh's heart yet. But you see that his heart was already hardened. He was already bent on the fact that, first of all, I don't know who your God is. So your God cannot be telling me what to do. And so I will not let Israelite to go. And there was there, there is really no way that it would have even been a weakness for Pharaoh to just oh um we want to take the Israelites with us and Pharaoh would have let them go. Whether God hadn't his heart or not, his heart would have been hardened because you've turned these people to your slaves. The Israelites are the reason why the Egypt, Egyptians were living soft life because they were doing all the work. And you think he would just let them go like that? No. So that was Pharaoh's response even before God has, had hardened his heart. But God said he hardened his heart after Moses had showed Pharaoh these signs and wonders. And then you move on into the other chapters and you see the different instances. So you see that God was even in even in the case of Pharaoh, God was very gracious. Gave Pharaoh so many chances, so so many chances to let those people go. So many chances to just repent. But 
Raphael was stubborn and he had no respect for God like like he said for God to the point where he saw the need to do what God had asked him to do, to obey God. And there was already evil in his heart from the beginning. So, when you put that in mind, God didn't leave him to his downfall. Alright? God didn't lead him to his downfall. God didn't harden So, in these two instances, when we look at it, we just we, 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 we now understand that people just either consciously or unconsciously, or purposely or, or not on purpose, they just want to misunderstand or misconstrue the word of God. Alright? I understand that truthfully, some people get messed up. Like, some people really don't understand what they're reading, which is why it's good or some people just clear some people have not even read these things for themselves in the Bible they just pick it up from Twitter threads and hear what this one is saying and hear what that one is saying put two and two together and that's what forms their conviction so where do we go from here so you need to understand that it's important to read the Bible for yourself alright it's important to read the Bible for yourself. It's very important to read the Bible for yourself, to form your convictions by yourself. Don't allow other people form your convictions for you. The things that should form your conviction is you, the Word of God, your your own your relationship with God, your growth in God. Those things should form your conviction, not not what people are saying, not social media. That's what pieces me off. Social media is not real life, it's a facade. So don't let people form your convictions. Know God for yourself. Read the word of God for yourself. And if you don't understand something, or you think that I'm looking contradictory or looking, that's okay. You can ask questions. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. You can ask questions. Questions, ask people who you know know these things. And they will explain to you. Okay, so this episode was just for me to just clear up these things. God is very gracious. God is the same. He was the same in the Old Testament. He was the same in the New Testament. He is the same now. God is the same. His nature has never changed. He was never different. He was never different. The only thing that was different was the way that he related with us. The way he related with them in the Old Testament was different from the way he related he relates with us now. But he has always been the same when it comes to his nature. He has always been gracious. He has always been good. He has always been loving, merciful, and 
So I just use those two instances to show you that God does not forget. God does not give us rules and regulations and demand things from us that He Himself cannot do. The things that God asks.
And with that, I have come to the end of this episode. I hope that you've learned something. I hope that with this episode, your eyes have been opened to see even clearer who God is. I hope that with this episode, you've been able to understand that God is God is just a beautiful Father. And all He wants is a relationship with you. All He wants is for you 